So, yeah. good evening, Skylar. Good. Good morning. Um, how's it going? Slowly. <laughs> it's Sunday. I mean, it's been the weekend that I planned nothing and I did nothing and it was glorious. Yeah, what? that's fair. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, yeah, no, this is one of our one of our episodes out of time. But it's not really out of time, though, because like yesterday's well, episode is, is out and we've had one day for it to circulate. And now we're recording this week's episode. So, yes, because but, next weekend I'm going to be busy for reasons. And fair. that's why we're recording in advance, because... Recording one week, like, you know, if we're skipping one week, I think, you know, recording in advance seem, like, you know, seems very reasonable. But last time, like, when we had the break of two weeks, it kind of, for whatever reason, yeah. we didn't record in advance. But again, it's like... We've done double headers before, where we've recorded two episodes, like, on yeah, the we, same day, in the same session. We did, I think. We've done that a couple times. Did um, we? Okay. We've done it at least once, right. and if you say so. I didn't hate that, but it made me very exhausted, um, <laughs> especially doing doing the recording, because it's two recordings, and then for me it's it's double editing, right? And I it's like so splitting that up that was all, that was a whole thing, um, so like I don't dislike that, but like what we do now if we need to record in advance is just record on a Sunday, which mm-hmm. also works. So yeah, um, and we just got back from a long two week break, so yep. So that's fine. Um, I hope it is. Yeah. And then from the perspective of the people who are listening, right, if if you follow this stuff, um, the Apple event is on Wednesday and I'm very excited. Um, I'm not. And then also my, my, my birthday is on Tuesday. So, yeah, uh, I was really sad when they when they announced the date for the Apple event, mm-hmm. because if if Labor Day didn't screw everything up, the Apple event would have been on my birthday. Um, and that sorry, 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 happy. sorry. What? Lab- oh, that's a U.S. holiday, isn't it? Labor Day is on first of May, as far as I'm concerned. In in the U.S., it's the first Monday in September. Oh, I see. Uh, okay, so it's like floating, and then it's in September. Okay, so is it bank holiday for like everyone? We, we don't call them bank holidays. There, it's a federal holiday. Well, um, yeah, it is bank holiday. Yeah, I mean. Okay, but, but so yeah. okay, okay, okay. But like, I I don't think I have classes on that day, which will be yeah. I don't have classes, so it it will be helpful. Oh, nice long weekend. Yep, yep, and then well, long weekend, just more time to study, I guess. But and then, I I have a meaningless birthday the day after. I mean, nothing really happens when you turn twenty, right? Like eighteen is kind of big. 21 is pretty big, at least in the US, but like... Yeah, I was going to say 21 is big only in US because of your, you know, all the rules. But no, 20 is big laws, yeah. because, like, I mean, for me, at least when I remember, 20 was big because that's when you stop stop being like, you know, it's like 20, the round number, I guess. Like, yeah. F- and... It's the, the, the first time in, in six years that I won't have the word teen in my age. That um, too, yes. Um, yep. Yeah. You're still being so, a teenager. I mean, theoretically, teenager, the way I think of it, teenager is 13 to 17, and then adult is 18 and above, but but yeah, it's th- that, that's the whole thing. Uh, I mean, like, it all can be debated, but yeah, the, the fact that there is a category young adult definitely mm-hmm. helps, because that's what you are. Yeah. yeah. 
Though I don't feel like an adult. I'm just a college student. But anyway, we got feedback from Ryan. Yes. Um, our favorite so feedback I, sender. Our favorite fancy music boy. Um, <laughs> God. Yeah. Yes, I forgot that. I'm that sorry. That's... <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Ryan. Um, <laughs> but no, Ryan um, told me, like, sent, sent me just information about Nap. Um, which I, I really wish I'd have known about at the beginning of last summer. Um, it's an app called Libby. Um, and basically what it allows me to do is I, you know, I logged in, put in the information for my local library, um, put in my library card information. And now like I've got access to a digital library selection. Um, Yay. And what that does is, if I'd have known about this at the beginning of the summer, I probably would have saved myself, like, 40 bucks with all the digital books I bought over the summer. Um, but it does all that. And then it also, like, you can get it on a Kobo if you have one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I was looking at it, and I was like, this is useful. Like, if I use this more, this might actually make me consider. And this, this is basically follow-up for what we talked about last week with the, the feedback we had from a different listener about, like, have you ever tried an e-ink device? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I never have because I haven't had a use for it because I don't read yeah. that many books electronically. But if I start using this, it can be used really easily on um, on Kindle or Kobo. And um, if I started using it more, I would consider looking at something like that. And um, I'll link to a article that Ryan sent me, which is an article from Six Colors, about what is the best um, e-reader. It's the best ED reader you can buy. So all that to say, Libby, if you have a library card, it's worth checking it out um, because it's a lot more flexible than physically going to a library. Uh-huh. And and it still remains sort of irrelevant for me because I still insist on collecting paper books. Even if I had a library card that worked with Libby. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Because, cause, and you said this before, all of your libraries near you are in hungarian Mm -hmm. yep and unfortunately my sound like a problem yeah like my i mean i speak hungarian but not to the level when i can comfortably read books so like my hungarian is at survival level which is pretty embarrassing considering how long i've lived here but that's a completely separate topic it's uh you know (laughs) it's difficult to learn hungarian when you have but basically your entire life is in english so Anyways, uh, well, and and for you that would be a a third or fourth language, and so like, uh, well, you know. yes, but that actually, you know, that actually makes it easier, not more difficult. It's more of a matter of like hmm. attitude and availability of free time and conviction. And the problem is, is that, I mean, I'm very sorry to all my Hungarian friends, which I have. But I hope, I mean, I don't think they listen to, but generally, like, I just don't like Hungarian language. I'm sorry. <laughs> what language, what language group is it? Um, it's Finno-Ugorian. It is like, it's a, it's a language in its own group. There are only two languages in it. Hungarian and Finnish. <laughs> okay, then. Like that, that, okay. They're like, these two languages are like, not like anything else at all, <laughs> which makes it actually difficult that 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 makes sense um yeah no one of these days um i i took what is it every every um high school student in the u.s has to take 
I don't think you have to. I think sometimes, like, it's not required, but it's recommended to take uh, two semesters of a foreign language. Only two two semesters? Two semesters of the same foreign language. But yeah, compared to other countries... That's just like one year. That's nothing. Yeah, for for compared to other countries, that's a tiny requirement. But they and they only really require it because a lot of colleges want that when you're applying. Um, but no, two semesters of Spanish does not much. Like I, I I can I can I can greet someone and then I'm lost. Um, and it was <laughs> you know th- three years ago that I took Spanish one and two. Um, well, in sp- and I just I, I chose I chose Spanish because our options were Spanish and French. Like those were the only options. Um, I see. I think some high schools had German, but the most common options were Spanish and French. Well, Spanish does um, make a lot of sense for U.S. Uh, yeah, it's very practical to pick it. But like the well, I did study Spanish in my university in the last two years because I had way too much free time on my hands, and that was a long time ago, and I didn't practice it since then. But certainly, it still was handy when I visited Spain because. Okay, I couldn't converse, but at least I could read and, and understand all the signs and menus and yeah. like yeah, street signs mostly and the directions. And I can I mean, like, I mean I can I can say hello and that and apologize for not speaking Spanish. That's basically what I can remember. Mm. And I think uh, yo yo hablo inglés. Um, uh, yeah. 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 Um, no. No of handy, uh, If I had, if I had, yeah, if, if I had um, infinite time to learn any language, it would be sign language, uh, American sign language, um, and uh, just because that's useful. I, I don't know. I'm not gonna say it's more useful than other languages, but it's um, especially if you want to get into um, sort of. All this sort of stuff, like sign language is useful if you're in certain places. Um, and it, and also, like, it's just a fun language to learn. Um, and it is its own language. It's not just, like, signed English. But oh, yeah, absolutely. if I had infinite time, I would learn sign language, um, or ASL specifically. Says someone um, who is still in the uni, you have, like... Like right now is the time to learn second language, Skylar. Yes, I'm taking 17 credit hours. That says and nothing to me, but th- yeah, is fair. that a lot? Okay, I the the max is 18, so yeah, um, it is. But um, and uh, no, I I'm very busy right now. Um, well, I'm not saying but... right now, but like you know, still, like you're. At the peak of the brain functionality, capacity, and performance. Fair. You're fair. in your twi- you're in your early twenties. That's when the. Don't say that. Don't, not yet. <laughs> okay. 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 Scratch that. Still, you're. I'm s- not twenty yet. You are a very, very, very young dragon. Your brain is right now at its best. Feed it quality food. Get yourself a second language. Future you will thank you. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go to dinner tonight and think. Ah, oh, Kim told me to. I guess I'll get a salad. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I like to be honest. I do love that I have accidentally acquired this reputation of someone who lectures everyone about their vegetables. 
Well, because if I don't, then I'll just feel bad because I'll be I'll be sitting there eating junk food at the university cafe and like, yeah. Yeah, no, it's just like it's just you're not the only person who told me that. <laughs> it just kind of like fills me with joy. Yes, eat your vegetables. Vegetables can be extremely delicious. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, how did we get here again? Um, um, we were talking about books. In then... our typical fashion, yeah. somehow. Yeah, fair, okay. Um, so, in a completely non-sequitur segue, um, I'm drinking Dr. Pepper right now. Um, and yes. this came up before we started recording. Yes, yeah. But, um, and, and I'm glad that we can talk about it on the show, because that means I can excuse the fact that I'll just be drinking it during the show, and I don't have to edit out any weird noises I make. Um, um, any like any like bottle sounds that come up? Um, okay. Wait, wait a second. What do you mean bottle sounds? You're drinking it know, out like, of a can. No, it's a bottle. It's a, it's a plastic bottle. Oh. I, I'm not saying I did it on purpose. Like I I prefer cans. No, no, no. It's just like it's you hard know, to get cans. I was going to say like here in Budapest, I have seen Dr Pepper on sale. But always in cans and never in bottles. Is that is it possible that it's just a Europe thing? Like they're trying to have less plastic waste. No, because everything else is like in pl- like. Trust me, there are plenty of plastic bottles. I guess it's just like Dr Pepper. Like, look, Dr Pepper is never like the at the front. You know, it's like first of all, you can't find it everywhere. So when I see it, I'm, I'm genuinely kind of like, oh, Dr. Pepper. And then I think, I know, I remember, like, you know, it makes me think of you. And then I also makes me think, of oh. Of course. And then it, it makes me think, oh, that's unusual. Because, like, seeing Dr. Pepper here is, like, you know, it's not impossible. But, like, not, it's not u- as ubiquitous as Coke or Fanta. Yeah. That's interesting. Because I think, I think the most popular soft drink in the U.S. is Coke. Um, maybe. But I think Dr. Pepper does have much more of a religious following in in this country than it does in others. Um, like I have I have a group of friends that we, we used to have a thread in one of the Discord servers called um, hashtag lovers of Dr. Pepper. And we would just post pictures of our bottles, cans, um, soft drinks of just Dr. Pepper in the thread just to. And then you had some other people who absolutely hated Dr. Pepper who made fun of us for it. Um, and I think that's one of those things. Dr. Pepper is really polarizing. Like for for like at least seventy percent of people, you either absolutely love it or despise it. Um, so it's but, but that's that's one thing. Look, but, um, I have tried it, okay, and I wouldn't say I hate it, but I would never, yeah. ever, ever, ever try it again. Because to me, it tasted like a chemistry kit. That's, yeah, I get that a lot. Um, it's, a, it's a spoonful of sugar to a lot of people. Um, but I don't but mind yeah. a spoonful of sugar. Just everything else was, that was there was like, what on earth is it supposed to taste like? So yeah, now, uh, I mean, Dr. Pepper, I've tried it. No, thank you. You can have it all to yourself. This is, I think this also comes down to just like the American palate, which is very much desensitized to a high amount of sugar um, or, so, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I remember but, someone who lives in US in Northern America saying that they can't drink plain water because it's just like, you know, the lack of flavor is uh, upsetting. And yeah. 
I, mean, I know a lot of people who would say that. Yeah. And to me, that is just so alien. Because, well, right yeah. now, right now, I have in front of me a glass of tap water full of uh, ice. I mean, yeah, it's it's so it's cold tap water. This is my thing. I can drink water mostly because a lot of times I force myself to drink water, um, but I can't drink water if I've drank any kind of soft drink in the last like hour because I can still taste that. And compared to a very sweet flavored soft drink, like anything like that, water tastes like crap. Um, not literally, but water just tastes bad. Um, it, it like when it's compared to that, but um. If I haven't, if it's not, like, if I'm not still tasting that, I can drink water, and I do drink water, and I probably should get myself to drink more water, if I'm being honest, but... It's not, it's, I, I would say, okay, if, 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 you're, if you're interested in my opinion, I wouldn't say drink more water, but it's more of a replacing soft drink with water. Yeah. But again, that's just my specific opinion, because to me, like cold water is like one of the best drinks ever even though i do have a massively dependent relationship with coca-cola as you know i i, I like <laughs> I, I like to say like you know the way people try to quit smoking i'm trying to quit drinking coke because that i will bet you you do not drink as much coke as i drink dr pepper I'm sure I, I don't. I because i do try very hard not to do it because i just like mm, Having so much sugar for my for me is like not good for my health, and I see like the implications almost, uh, you know, the consequences almost immediately. But without going into the gross medical uh, details, I do try very hard. But I would love to drink Coke on a daily basis, but I'm just like literally not allowing myself to do so. And but I give myself completely free reign in terms of Coca Cola when I'm traveling. When I'm traveling. No restrictions apply. <laughs> that's yeah. That's one caveat. But generally, um, it's kind of like just all those health concerns because sugar and all the allergies and all that boring stuff. Yeah. And the thing is, is that, you know, often people tell me, oh, why don't you drink like the Diet Coke or Zero Coke or like, you know, like replace it with all those sweeteners. And I'm sorry, <laughs> those taste... Terrible. They taste also as a chemistry kit. Like, no, thank yeah, you. I'd rather yeah, drink nothing no, rather than yes. this. <laughs> I think I sometimes I think that I have like a like I can taste more things than other people because some people swear that Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar, which is a new thing. They released a new version of Dr. Pepper that isn't diet Dr. Pepper. It's Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Um, and it's sweetened with aspartame. Um, and Ew. it's not, it's not like stevia or, or the other things that they use. Um, yeah, I know like, what I think they use like is, something yes. like stevia in, in like Dr. Pepper, but, or diet Dr. Pepper. Um, but I tried it and I was like, no, it tastes like aspartame and I hate it. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. so I, I can, I, I, I know some people can't and that just, that just might be like what you've gotten used to or, or not. But, um, I can do diet Coke because I'm not a super fan of the regular coke taste already oh, I, I can see. do diet coke i cannot do diet dr pepper or any sort of diet alternatives uh because i'm so used to the taste of normal dr pepper for um, me it's not even the taste of the original drink it's the taste of a sweetener because they have very yeah. 
specific recognizable and lingering aftertaste and i just don't like it so i'd rather stevia stevia tastes very specific yes and and also like and 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 i know and stevia gets a lot of um i mean stevia is well liked because i mean i guess mostly like partially due to it's the fact that it is like of you know a, a plant extract so it's just different plant, like it's not beetroot or, yeah. or cane sh- or sugar cane, but it's like some some stevia plant or whatever. But it is ve- it has very intense taste and it's very very specific. Yeah, I'd rather not. Sugar. I think for people who can bear the taste, it it is a good alternative because it is sweet and it is zero calorie, very low calorie. I think because it, I might be I'm, I don't know I'm. I'm not going to bleep myself, but I, I'm saying things I'm not sure of. But from from what I what I think it is is like stevia just kind of passes through you. Yeah, so you can it's taste like, the sweetness, but it doesn't get absorbed. It's the um, size so of if the you, molecules. Yeah, as far as I can remember, it's kind of like you taste it, you recognize the taste, but it just doesn't get absorbed uh, because the molecules are too big. But I think we're kind of like have the same level of like vague awareness. Yeah. Anyways. I would choose stevia over aspartame. Like, if I had to choose between diet Dr. Pepper, which I think has stevia, and Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar, I would take diet, but I wouldn't be happy about it. Um, <laughs> of course. You know what soft drink I like more than Coke? Are we Are we going to Scotland? Are yes. we taking a trip? Yes. <laughs> the soft drink that I really adore, and the reason why I'm not drinking it every day is because it's difficult to get here, is Iron Brew. That's it's difficult to get anywhere outside of Scotland, from what I've heard. Well, outside of, outside of UK, yes. If you see it outside of UK, like if I see it, but sometimes I come across it, and when I see when I do that, like I buy like at least a couple of bottles, two liter bottles, yeah. like or like as much as I can carry, and I'm overjoyed. And uh, for the next uh, few days, God, Iron Brew, that ridiculously orange liquid is amazingly delicious for me. At least, yeah. And for me and the you know and the rest of like you know and and the population of Scotland, because again, like uh, don't quote me on that, but I think like Scotland is one of the few countries where Coke is not the most best-selling soft drink. Yeah, and that's only because Iron Brew outsells it. From what precisely, I've heard. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's it's from, from I looked it up one time because I heard people talking about it. Um, and have you tried it? I I, I heard it. Well, I have, but we'll get to that later. Okay. Um, but I it, it was it was described to me as Scotland's second nas- national drink after something alcoholic. Um, I mean, you're not saying something alcoholic because of censors of yourself self censoring. I don't, don't know remember? what it is. Well, it's whiskey, of course. <laughs> okay. That, Come on, I, it's that's Scotland. What that's what I thought, but I I. Something in my brain was saying Guinness, and I was like, nope, that's Ireland. That's uh, um, like you know. Come on, like you're in Scotland. Someone will ask you, oh, do you want to go to the whiskey brew, like, you know, brewery? Or, like, no, I don't think they're called breweries, but, like, you know, the place where they make whiskey. And I was like, um, I guess. <laughs> so, I, you know, I'm not going to get into this story, but I had a bad experience with whiskey um, a few weeks back. And, yeah, that was, that was, a, yeah. Anyway, it wasn't, it wasn't the best whiskey. <laughs> Let's just say that. But, um, Scotland's second national drink. Do you want to explain it for Americans or other people who haven't seen it or heard well, of it or um, tried it? Well, first of all, 
the apocryphal legend, so it is like probably has nothing to do with the real story, goes that it was invented as a cure for hangover. Hmm. Yeah. That uh, makes sense. Uh, well, I guess. And it contains, like, it is like bright orange in its current version and sweet, contains sugar, it is carbonated. And it is orange because the main ingredient is a, fru- a berry that I have no idea what it is called in English. And I'm like, I am going to look it up right now and we'll tell you that. So, yes. Uh, okay. So let's translate it. Actually, no, I can't do that. I haven't licensed, I haven't licensed that music. Uh, um. It is Barbary. Like it's a, so it's a berberis com so it is like it's the, almost the same as the name I know I'm familiar with it is like commonly known as barberry is a large genus of deciduous and evergreen shrubs from one to five meters high so uh, found throughout temperate and subtropical regions of the world apart from Australia so so like bar as in a place you get drinks and berry yes exactly and it okay. is like it it's like very orange. And it is used in food. So, right, it's, okay. it's edible, it's rich in vitamin C with sharp acid flavor. Thank you, Wikipedia, for this description. But basically, the um, as far as I know, like, that's why Iron Brew, what, like, what's the origin of its taste and the color? Because, like, because Barbary, it is, like, incredibly orange. I mean, if if whiskey is Scotland's first national drink, it's completely believable that Iron Brew would be like invented out of that uh, as a cure for hangover. Because I don't know. Thanks, Scotland. Um, yeah, and the thing but, is, like, I don't know. Maybe the original recipe worked as a, hang- a cure for hangover, but the current one doesn't really. I mean, I've tried. <laughs> so, but generally, it yeah. is like basically it is a soft sweet drink with the kind of distinct taste that again like majority of the modern soft drinks doesn't like taste like itself it's very sugary and uh, it definitely has a distinct like you know it's like you know you can tell it apart from everything else like it doesn't taste like uh fanto mirinda uh like despite being orange but and also it is different shade of orange it's not like it's it's not Orange, orange. It is mm, like so. It's like it's not Fanta orange. It is more like reddish orange. To be fair, Fanta orange is only really that orange because of the food coloring. Yeah, the, the coloring they put in. Because I'm if, pretty if it sure, just, like I'm pretty sure in brew too these days. Yeah, I'm, and and honestly, with any soft drink or with any drink in general. Um, if you let it be the color that it is naturally, it's off-putting. Um, like Mountain Dew, they don't put color in it, but th- but like Mountain Dew bottles are green, like they're colored green, so you don't think about the color because Mountain Dew is basically a piss yellow. Um, and I don't, Thank I hate f- Mountain Dew, by the way. I, I one of the drinks I've never tried. Yeah, I I mean I hate it, but some people love it. I don't know. Okay. Um, I mean there is, I mean it's sold for a reason. There is a demand for it. Huh. And honestly, if you were to think about it in isolation, 
the practice of people drinking black liquid or bl- liquid that is almost black, um, like Dr. Pepper, Coke. I don't know. Black might be too much, but like a, a dark caramel colored liquid um, that that seems kind of off putting if you're not used no, to it. Right. Well, look, are you forgetting about black tea? Have you seen it? Fair. Or coffee. I've, that's okay. Yeah, fine. Um, <laughs> so, but, like, I mean, even if it is of putting, we've been doing it for so long. I don't think it is anymore to anyone, because tea and coffee exist. Fair. I've I've actually I've been meaning to get into tea, because um, every time I've tried it, I've disliked it. Um, but I've also tried the most basic versions of tea. Um, so, like, I've Was I've it tried tea iced tea, tea bags. Um, well, it was iced tea from a, from like a restaurant. So, um, like the, the sort of Southern sweet tea that you get, like that has a ton of sugar in it because it's the South. Um, but, but anyway, imagine me looking very sad right now because that's what I am right now. Sure. I, I, I will, I will go out and try some better Teas, if only because I keep hearing Jason Snell talk about it. Uh, and this mm. is the second time Jason Snell has been brought up on this episode. What is happening? Um, second? Oh yes, right. Six colors. Because well, I mentioned six yeah, colors. Yeah, 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 yes, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I Look, keep I keep hearing Snell mention it on on Upgrade, and I'm like, okay, tea I, gotta, I gotta try this. Is good. Tea contains because I don't do coffee. I can't do coffee. Um, you, and that's why? I hate the taste of coffee. Oh, I see. Well, absolutely despise it. I only drink coffee if it's something like Starbucks, where like it's it's got so much crap in it that you can barely taste the coffee. Uh, but in that case, it's not coffee; it's a milkshake. Um, but that's a whole other <laughs> rant. But I despise the taste of coffee. Um, well, well, interesting. I wonder what your reaction to like a good, well-brewed, fresh green tea would be. Because it is very different from coffee, obviously, because it's green tea. But it also, mm, it's a very strong flavor. Well, depending on okay, depending on which co- green tea we're talking. But if we're talking like ba- like you know the classic baseline jasmine green tea, mm, interesting. Maybe I mean, be- because because days. the thing is, thing is, like you know what your problem might be. Hmm. Once again, sugar, because. Traditionally, yeah, it is highly recommended to drink tea without sugar. Same for same with coffee. Yeah. To be honest, that's fair. So, well, yeah, because you can have um. I wonder what cafe au lait, which I is wa- just coffee and milk, and so it has the milk part, but it doesn't have the sweet part. Yeah. Um, and what when when I do drink like. In high school, I would sometimes drink coffee out of the pot that my dad made um, with a ton of creamer in it. And creamer is milk and sugar. Um, wait, 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 something what? like that. Creamer? creamer coffee creamer? What's, what's coffee creamer? It's like, you know what half and half is? Um, <laughs> honestly, honestly, this is one of those things where I think I know what it is. I have no idea what coffee creamer actually is. Um, 
Because, like, you know, I thought coffee creamer is, like, you know, just, like, an American way of saying, like, you put cream in your milk, in your coffee, and you're just saying it creamer instead of cream. But is it something, is it, like, creamer not the same as cream? Like, liquid cream? It might just be... So... Is it, like, its own product slash substance? Okay, so... so non-dairy coffee creamer i don't know why this is what brought what got brought up but it's a substitute for milk or cream as an additive to coffee or tea um but there's also like i know because you can have like half and half it's half milk half cream it might just be cream honestly i'm I'm not sure but it's got it's it's milk based or not you can get non-dairy stuff but like it's sort of milk-ish and it's sweet and like I'm gonna get corrected by people who actually drink coffee because I don't, um, but and it's got a flavor. Like you can have different flavored creamers, um, so that yeah. Um, so um, why are we here? We were talking about soft drinks. I haven't told my Iron Brew story. Yes, um, exactly. That's what I wanted to ask. So you've said that you've mentioned you've you've mentioned that you've tried Iron Brew. So did you like it? So, so I, the story is I, I came across a London novelty shop and like the shop was called London, shop was called London Calling, um, but, but, and to Americans, um, to Americans, it's fine, but their, their biggest, um, food item that they sell is Cornish pasties. Um, and as you might notice, Cornwall is not in London, um, but that's fine. I'm the only person I think in the room who knew that when I went there. Um, this but... is amazing. It's the same like we have here shops that are called American that sell purely imported American candy. <laughs> that is like yeah horribly overpriced, so I... by the way. Yeah, have you tried Hershey's? Compared to British chocolate, it's terrible. I've um, tried Hershey's. Compared... Yes, exactly. And I was yeah, like, compared to like know... Cadbury's and you know or what? anything else, it's I also terrible. tried these your famous what they're called Snickers. No, like I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, Snickers is not unique to you. To like, I mean, we have it here as well, locally made with normal chocolate. I'm no, trying to think what what no kind with, of candy the, is... with, with with the peanut butter thing. What? With, with oh Reese's? Yes, Reese's, Reese's pieces. I've tried them. They're like, why would anyone okay. even willingly? Okay, eat Reese's them? pieces. If you don't know what Reese's peanut butter cups are, yes, then Reese's, Reese's pieces pe- yeah. make no sense. No, Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes, that's exactly what I told. Like, you know, a friend of mine brought them uh, from US, and I was like, I tried them, and I'm like, um, thank you, but no, thank I you. Like them. No, I can't. I just like they. They're like they're awful. To me, they're 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 one of those mindless American candies that you don't have to think about because the more you think about it, the worse it is. Um, <laughs> it just and, I, and that's that's true with like at least eighty percent of American candy. Um, well, it's like, it's and, I don't, and I'm spoiled. I don't think I'm you spoiled ha- because I've had Australian candy. Look, I don't. And think I'm it's about forever ca- ruined. Uh, yeah. Anyways, going back, you've been to London Calling Shop, so London called yeah. to you, and <laughs> Did, was it selling Iron Brew so, there? So, so I, I'd been there a couple times and I tried fish and chips. I had a Cornish pasty um, and like all this sort of stuff. But the last time I was there, um, I was like, okay, I'll try this. I'm going to get some iron. Also, they, they sell like Maltesers and Mars bars. And we have, I think we have Maltesers in the US, but we don't have Mars bars. 
Um, Your Mars bars. You have Mars bars. They just named something else. Yeah, but they're not the same thing. I think they're Milky Way here. Um, I think they're called Milky Way. Um, but they're not the same thing because they're not the exact same thing as Milky Way. So and and they're really good. Yeah, Mars Mar- Mars, good. Mars is good. Um, yes. Um, and in fact, super, I, heard, I heard a story sugary. of someone. I hear a story of someone who melted, like, you can melt down a Mars bar into a cake, and I want to try that, but, um, like... Oh, God. Oh, God. It sounds amazing. Oh sounds God. amazing. Also, like, also, I keep hearing, I haven't tried it, I haven't seen it, but I keep hearing, like, Yorkie. Um, what? It, it, that, that's, that's something, right? It's a... Yorkie? It's a, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of something else, but Doesn't anyway. ring a bell. Yes. Anyways, you got Off-tangent. yourself Iron Brew. So, so a yeah, so I finally got it. A bottle of it, and... It was it was a it was a bottle. It was so. Um, I'm going to disappoint the entirety of Scotland, but I did not like it. Um, uh, nobody's perfect. Yeah, no, just like, and maybe I'm just. It just. It's not. It wasn't. It felt like there was nothing there. Um, what do you mean? Because it had it had a weird sort of bubblegum taste. Um, which is the only way I can describe it, but it's like, it didn't have a strong flavor, um, (laughs) and it wasn't very sweet, and it, the flavor it did have was sort of reminiscent of fruit, um, and I don't know, I just... Well, I guess you were, I guess you were tasting, I guess you were, like, tasting reminiscent, remnants, yeah, that's the word, remnants of Barbary. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Um, so like, oh I'm sorry, Lord. Scotland. And maybe how is just, it just... not enough sweet for you? Because because it's nothing compared to how sweet Dr Pepper is. Honestly. Um, wow. Yeah. And I'm desensitized to how sweet Dr Pepper is. I I guess I start. I should be worried about your taste buds. I think they're just like irreparably oh, shot by Dr Pepper. I mean, yeah. That's, uh, well, that's I, I, again, I and, and and look. I don't think you'll like green tea. <laughs> no, well, I'll try it, and and honestly, maybe there's a chance. You know, you need. You know my, what you need. My to palate do. was off. You know, my you, taste was off. Because to be fair, I did. I I did kind of drink it right next to Dr Pepper because I had just got Dr Pepper with my actual food. Um, oh, of like, course. Like that's not. So maybe me that's the, fair the problem. Chance. Yeah. Look, you know what you need to do. Go to Scotland. No. Well, I mean, yes, go to Scotland <laughs> as well. It's a brilliant place. <laughs> No, what you should do right now, I mean, what you can do without traveling is mm, try to reset your palate. Hmm. And it's going to be painful, but it's worth <laughs> it. Because what I'm trying to offer you, or what I'm trying to suggest you, and I've done it to myself as well, because I do it regularly, because sometimes I get like, I mean, I drink coffee every day, I drink a lot of it, and, some, and, and sometimes I get, I mean, it's... I do like to not drink anything caffeine containing for a week when I know that it's a week when I don't need to be productive or like don't need to use my brain at all. And I don't drink anything caffeine contained and sugar contained. And then you know what? After a week of that, the first cup of coffee just tastes glorious. So what I'm suggesting to you is 
to reset your palate and don't drink any carbonated sugary drinks. Just basically limit yourself to water only. Not for no caffeine. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can have caffeine. Like you'll hate it, but you'll find you'll be you know you'll get through it. Uh, and then everything would have a fresh intensity to it. So just just one week. Well, I mean, however long it takes for me, usually a week is enough. And and, and yeah. I'm telling you, it's going to be it's going to be miserable because don't underestimate how much you want sugar every day. It's just like you don't notice it because you satisfy this craving all the time. And I'm suggesting you not for any ridiculous like weight loss purposes. No, we're not talking about that because weight loss is a myth in my opinion. Uh, but purely for resetting the palate. And after that, try green tea and maybe you like it. Because if you tried so, unbrew... So, so, instead of, so instead of going out of the fast drinking Dr. Pepper, go out of it drinking tea and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Or, or I can get, I can order myself a bottle of Iron Brew on Amazon and try that. Um. Yeah, seriously, it's just like, and and then like record your experience, apply the scientific method method to it. I mean, you won't have you won't be able to have control group, but you can ask somebody to help you with like I don't know blind blind tasting. So and uh, see what happens. Hmm. I mean, yeah, and again, don't uh, don't do that while you're in the middle of your studies because you'll be miserable. Do it on your yeah. Christmas break or something. Uh, I was thinking, like, we have a week off for Thanksgiving. Um, it's another U.S. holiday, um, but we have a week off for Thanksgiving, and I might do it during that. The problem is, um, on the day of Thanksgiving, we have a giant. I was going to say feast. yes, exactly. Uh, is it Thanksgiving time famous for its like abundance of all sorts of foods? Um, you, you eat until you can't, and then you sit around for about an hour, and then you eat some more. That's how it works. To me, that and, sounds and like a New Year about... celebration. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's Thanksgiving. And then you do it again at Christmas. Um, yeah. Honestly, I think it's like any Just... holiday. like because I th- And I, I don't remember if we talked about it, but basically, if you start talking about holiday traditions, it all boils down to let's cook a ton of food and eat it. That's it. Yeah. Because food, yeah. food is I joy. Mean, Happy holidays. Um, <laughs> I think someone... Yeah, I try to avoid... And this is just a personal thing, but I try to avoid saying Christmas just because... Why? It's... I have, opi- I have opinions on oh, okay. a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, I'm a kind of like... That's all of it. I really don't mind. Because also, like, you know, when you live in Europe, kind of like... Europe still has a ton of uh, Christian holidays as bank holidays. Some of them are, yeah. and and I'm atheist, and to me they're like mean nothing other than like mild bafflement. And it's like, what is that exactly? Because for example, in the beginning of June, like one like a Monday early, sometime either late month, late May or early June, Monday is a day off because it's Pentecost. It has something to do with Christianity and something to like. It's like it's a floating uh, holiday. It has something to do with Easter, I guess. I'm not sure. And you know what? Every year I look it up because I'm like, oh, holiday. What does it mean? And then I promptly forget about it. But hey, I will never say no to a long holiday, a long weekend. So, and Christmas here is like, it's just. The thing that gets me about Christmas 
things, yeah. especially where I'm from. And, and where I'm from is overwhelmingly Christian. Uh-huh. Um, and as someone who sort of left that, like, I, I would define myself as ex-Christian. And because I, I sort of grew up in that. Uh-huh. The Christians, and w- with respect to any, like, Christian listeners, and I'm not, I'm not pinpointing this on anyone, but the way I see it, Christians become, un- like, unbearable during the Christmas season. Um, oh, really? It's, that's, that's just a whole thing. I see. Um, I, I guess it's different because, like, that's not the feeling I get when, they, like, Europe celebrates Christmas, you know, widely. Because yeah. everything, you know, Christmas is everywhere, Christmas markets, decorations, trees, and so on. But it's kind of like more like, f- more like of aesthetics and like family time. And well, and for all the secular people, for all the like non-Christians, uh, it's just an opportunity. Hey, we have pretty lights all over the city and uh, then a week of time off. See, that's the way I see it. And that that's the way, like, if you pay attention to like like um the um like cable I don't know, cable news, I don't know. Um, but like what's happening in the country as a whole, that's sort of what's happening. It's just a cool holiday. But in in the individual communities, especially oh, I, see. I see, okay. Especially communities in the middle of nowhere that are overwhelmingly Christian. Mm-hmm. Um they they they, they do that and then they complain that people aren't paying attention to the quote-unquote real reason for the season and that annoys me oh i um, see okay okay then they so. would probably like these kind of people would take issue with me saying merry christmas to because I, a i'm not celebrating christmas and b i'm not christian myself and uh, for me it's just like it's a you know fairy lights all this over this is why this is why I just avoid saying Christmas. I see. Like, okay, well, happy makes, sense, makes sense. Make, me, happy um, holidays. Yeah. Like, and the thing is, like, I grew up without celebrating Christmas for very obvious reasons. For me, all that, yeah. like, all that Catholic Christmas, for me, this is just a long ramp up for the New Year celebrations. For me personally, yeah. the big deal in winter is 31st of December. That's when the gifts happen. That's when you do the family dinner. So you do gifts on the 31st, not the 25th. Of course, because like in Kazakhstan, nobody gives a single hoot about 25th of December. Fair. Fair. Because like, again, in Kazakhstan, we have Christians, but they're Orthodox Christians. For For Orthodox Christians, Christmas is on 7th of January. Wait, what? Yes. Because... Wait, wait, wait. If you take 7th of January and subtract 12 days, you get the 25th. Is that where the 12 days of Christmas came from? No. Okay. No, I don't know Actually, where... No, you don't No, I don't know where 12 days of Christmas are coming from. But uh, 7th of January, like the reason why Orthodox Christians celebrate Easter and Christmas on different days, and generally there, is because Orthodox Church still follows Julian calendar. So when Roman Catholics switched to Gregorian... Okay calendar uh the uh orthodox church said no thank you we're sticking to the old one and that's why there is this difference so so again like in kazakhstan christmas is celebrated but not widely and it is like it's not it's never such a big deal as catholic christmas here in europe the big deal for everyone without exclusion is 31st of uh december so 
in December, like if you're in Almaty in December, you still get all the fairy light decorations, all the like gift sales and everybody being happy-ish, like, you know, like, you know, in anticipation of holiday and so on and so forth. But it's the build up to 31st. And on 31st, you get the fireworks at the midnight. You get like the, uh, again, the speech from the president, uh, like the, you know, the equivalent oh. of Queen's address in the United Kingdom. You get the family dinners uh, or... See, 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 what you're describing for us is actually 4th of July. Um, because <laughs> in, in a lot of the U.S., not all of it, because some, some parts of the U.S. do fireworks on New Year's. But for, for a lot of the U.S., fireworks is p- specifically for the 4th of July, um, which is our Independence Day. And yeah. the, the president gives an address, I think, on the fourth, um, and that's that's a whole thing. No, we not, like we we get like, president yeah. address on like you know on the midnight, you know, uh, on up like in the build up to the midnight. It's pre-recorded, uh, but it's like you know, like dear citizens, congratulations. I wish you know, le- like you know, I hope that our new year is going to be like better and so on and so forth. Like you know, the usual, like we're all amazing, aren't we? That kind of stuff. But and. Of, it is like it is considered a family holiday, but if you're a youngster who still lives with fr- with family with parents, there is always like kind of like negotiations, and I did that myself several times. It's like, yeah, like you're supposed to celebrate it with um, family, with your parents and siblings and so on, but you also want to like have like party with your friends. And usually, what happens is like the midnight, like the when the clock strike midnight from thirty first to first, it's like you're all together at the family dinner table and so on but then like one hour after that you're off you're out to party till the till morning basically Ooh. yeah Ooh. okay yeah that's so. what usually that's what not usually but happens quite often and like i did it myself when i was a student because when i was at school i wasn't allowed to party at all and uh and generally the way so we do it yeah right the way we do it um on the list of, I think, like, 4th of July, Christmas, Thanksgiving, um, if you're talking about holidays that are important for family, like, where it's more likely that, the f- like, an entire family will be together, mm-hmm. um, Thanksgiving and Christmas Day are sort of more like, at least the way I was raised. Mm-hmm. Um, and that and maybe 4th of what, July. But that matches for, what I know about U.S. from mainstream yeah. media. For Independence Day... Um, it's more likely you go to some party, but even then, it like party will be multiple families coming together, having a giant potluck and shooting off fireworks. Um, that's the whole thing. Um, and then, but Fourth of July, like I've been in town for, I've been in my hometown for the last. Well, actually, I've been in my hometown for every single Fourth of July I can remember, um, because like even last year at university, I come, I go home for Christmas, right. I'm home over, over um, New Year's. Um, so the New Year's celebration, um, that you do whatever. It's not a family thing. Um, from what, like, I, I think I did my own thing for um, New Year's last year. Um, and I think I just, like, walked around downtown um, last year. I don't even remember. Um, like, it's not, it's not as important compared to Christmas. Um, but what we would do for the parties for that when I was younger is, you know, we would all go to a party or something and the party would start at like around dinner time, right? Or maybe late dinner time, like 8 p.m. or so. 
um, and we would hang out until midnight. And the the clock striking midnight would be the um, basically the final thing. We would all celebrate for a little bit. Then we would all go home and go to sleep, right? Oh, midnight is the end of that. Oh it, no, it, no, that's no, the no, end. no no you no 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 no. That's home. like you know yeah. if you're if you're young and you're in Kazakhstan, midnight is just the beginning. <laughs> and thing yeah. is, like I normally like I mean, I'm not a very partying person, so I normally, I mean, I did that very rarely. And extra joy for me, like, you know, like this perverse, sadistic joy is like, you wake up on 1st of January, bright and early, fresh and rested, like at nine o'clock, and then you start messaging your friends, Happy New Year! And there, of course, they're all asleep. But, they, you know, that was the time, like university time, when that was when the Do Not Disturb mode did not exist. So you would wake up all your friends who are still probably either still drunk or hangover with your happy new year wishes yeah yeah that's the thing though is it's a great it's sort of symbolically it, you start off that you're great by getting so wasted um and that like yeah you like you get wasted first of january is a bank holiday you recover it and you recover on then and then like you know you start your new year you know it's Fair. a kind of like it's again it's just a reason to party for a lot of yeah, people just, or a reason to eat lots of food and oh traditional just from foods. one perspective it's, it sort of seems like um you know you get like you sort of you start the new year super hungover and you're like well there's nowhere to go but up um, <laughs> at the beginning of the year <laughs> um, yeah one way to put it and and another thing to do is um well, there is a superstition. Is like how, you, where, and how you meet your new year. That's how you're going to spend it. That's why you know there is quite a lot of effort to meet new year in a good way. Like you know, like either with with your loved ones and people dress up, and that's why you know the there is lots of uh, the abundance of foods, and there is oh there is another thing that is still quite big in Kazakhstan at least. Is there is the mm, the the astrology aspect to it? Yeah. Uh so again, it's not widespread. There is only a very specific subsection of people who believe in that, but like still occupies the pages of the you know your uh, weekend magazines and the covers of it. Is like you know there is the uh, Eastern astrological calendar. That is like not your usual, not not the astrology that you would probably thinking of is like, you know, Taurus, Pieces, uh, uh, Capricorn and so on. That is the, that's Greek invented and it's about the stars and it goes around the year. But the Eastern, uh, sometimes called Chinese uh, astro astronomical, astrological calendar, it is 12 years. And each year, it's, it's, it's a cycle of 12 years and each year has the symbolic animal of it. So oh yeah, is that why the whole is that the whole Chinese New Year thing? Yes, exactly. Is that, is that so, so what we hear about at least. Uh yeah, they like the they it's well Chinese New Year is counted by the lunar calendar. No, but it's it's also like the yeah the calendar and like it's the way to mark the twelve year cycle. And for example, right now we are in the year of Tiger. 
and yeah. it's it's it, oh, it's like you know it starts it starts the year of oh god mouse cow or oxen ox tiger god i used to remember all 12 of them the very last one is um boar somewhere in the in the middle is uh snail but again there are variations so for example in kazakhstan it's the year of snail in china it is the year of dragon <laughs> so anyways um and so there is this 12 year cycle but every year like there is okay it's a tiger but then they're astrologists i don't know how but they come up with these qualifiers so like the next year like this year is not just a year of tiger but the year of like i don't know silver fire tiger or something like that i'm inventing it right now and then based on that people like you know there are recommendations oh if you want to give you know get yourself the most luck what should you be wearing on the night of new year coming and stuff like that it's complete bs obviously but we've talked about our opinions on astrology before um, uh yeah we did i don't remember like again like we could talk about again but anyway so that's another thing that people kind of pay attention and it's a thing is that you know so the whole thing of like symbol of the year so for example uh one of my uh older relatives she used to gift every year something some household object usually like some tea towels or you know um there was something else like a set of spoons i think with the depiction of the symbol of the year so for example i have a i have the cutest s towel with a monkey embroidered on it because it was the year of the monkey uh spoon spoon of the year you don't listen to okay i just made a reference to a podcast that you definitely don't listen to um yeah and um so there is that related to holidays so not a trace of christianity or islam despite those two being the most common religions in kazakhstan but again kazakhstan technically like i mean not technically but it's secular country because the government is separate from the everything else and uh, a lot of people just okay like you know a lot of my a lot of people i know personally they would say oh yeah i'm muslim but they don't practice at all or like the same way as like yeah i'm christian oh. and then oh. like you know when was the last time oh. you like celebrated easter and i was like uh never <laughs> so. so so there's there's this term and the so according to christians in my hometown the most devoted christians are the people who go to church like every week and there's a term it's ceo which is christmas and easter only which is kind of <laughs> christians and, and it's like it's it's so stupid because it's 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 people of a religion looking down on other people of the same religion for not being devoted enough and i'm like okay you're not helping your own cause here 